We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Sixth Man Show. Today is March 23rd, 2023. Jonathan Osborne, as always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. What's up, Luke? Oh, I feel great. I feel I feel vindicated. I this the the game the Magic had most recently, as you guys know, against the Wizards. I feel vindicated because one of my favorite players had the best game of all of everybody on the court last night in a Magic uniform. So I, I feel good. I feel pretty good about. It. I'm not gonna lie to you. Your favorite player. I'm going back to. Look at the stats here. Who who are we referring to? Gary Harris? Gary. Gary. I I say favorite. So uh, no more my, Wen Daddy. Well, he's just one of my favorite. And I get I've just seen a lot of, you know, some disrespect on Twitter about about Gary. You know, yes, well, we wish we, he was a more volume shooter, but that's not his role right now because he's freaking the fifth option. So, you know, I but it did show you what happens when you get a shooter. A guy that's hitting what it does for the offense, man. I I just I feel good about Gary Harris after last night. He's he's a stud, man. We'll talk more about that game in a bit, but yeah, it would be very good for the Magic to get more shooting. I don't think that's a, a secret to anybody, mm-hmm. but it does show you just like the way to your credit, you know, the way that three point shooting can swing a game, and we've seen the Magic just on the other end of that far too often this season. Wanted to to really quickly give a shout out to our friends over at FOCO. So if you follow us on Instagram, I posted a video a couple weeks back of all the different FOCO figures that I have. So FOCO, I guess a few years ago, they were known as Forever Collections. So if you've ever seen the bobblehead of Aaron Gordon doing the chair in the air dunk over stuff like that bobblehead, I've posted that a couple of times over the years. I got that from FOCO. Now they've done... A Franz Wagner, like rookie series uh, bobblehead last year. They've done Cole Anthony uh, City Edition the last couple of years. This year, they're doing a, another rookie series, but this time it is Paolo Bancaro. And if you haven't seen this, 
You can go to our Twitter. It's our pinned tweet. So right at the top of our of our Twitter page there, you'll be able to see that. They're only, I think, doing 72. So it is a super limited run of these bobbleheads, and they're available for pre-order now. So if you're interested in that, you want to see that, you want to pre-order your own, uh, I've got one coming for me. I think Kevin is getting one as well. So yeah, if you guys are interested in that, go ahead and go to our Twitter. It's our pin tweet. You can see that. You can order your very own Foco Paolo bobblehead that is coming. And sometimes with these bobbleheads, Luke, it's like, uh, it kind of looks like, like the guy. It doesn't really look like the guy. Like this looks exactly like Paolo. I think they did a really nice job with it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks sick. Um, yeah. Like you said, you can go pre-order. It looks like I'm on the link right now. It looks like it's about 70 bucks. And yeah, it, and I was looking at it obviously recently too. Yeah. It looks clean. It looks really good. Um, what's that say on the back? Is it say star rookie or something yeah, like star that? Star rookie. It says 2022 NBA draft first round pick Paolo Bancaro number five Orlando magic. It's just, yeah. it's really, really sick looking. I mean, 70 bucks yeah. you might think is a little bit steep for a you know, bobblehead, like for a collectible, which it is. But when you get the the this in your hand and you see the quality of it, like I have another one. It is Penny Hardaway. And like the backdrop is Penny Hardaway on like the Slam Magazine cover back in the day. And like the quality of it, every time I get one of these, I'm like, these things are, they're heavy, first that of all. Sick. And they're just really well made. So make sure that you guys that- go ahead and get yours. Yeah, that penny one is so sick, dude. Sold out, I, by the of way. So uh, yeah, y'all of can't get it sold anymore. Out. Uh, it's so sick. I'm looking at the, the background. I love the the Slam Magazine background. Yeah, they do a really good job, man. Yeah. So again, go to our Twitter. You can see the, the pinned tweet there and pre-order yours today. Let's get into the state of the Magic. So the Magic so far are 1-0 and on the week, bringing them to a record of 30-43 and on the year. They hit 30 wins, Luke. They still have the fifth worst record in the league. They are 13th in the Eastern Conference. They are five games back now of Chicago for the final playing spot. They are two and a half games back of Indiana sitting at 11. They are two and a half games back of Indiana sitting at 12. They have an offensive rating on the season of 111.7, which ranks 26th in the league. They have a defensive rating of 114.1, which ranks 19th in the league. Their overall net rating is negative 2.5, which is 25th in the league. Looking at the injury report, Jonathan Isaac still out. He's going to be out for the season with the left adductor tear and surgery. Jalen Suggs will miss his fourth straight game Thursday versus the New York Knicks due to a concussion. No update on when we can expect him to return with the concussion. Would expect that to be relatively soon. He's been out about a week now, so hopefully he's doing okay and we'll see him back sooner rather than later. Jonathan Isaac, I think, Tuesday night against the Wizards, Luke. I think that was the first time we've seen him back on the bench since the injury a few weeks ago. And he's not running around. He's not jumping up and down or anything. But you see him on the bench, like getting up and like walking around a little bit. He seems to be walking okay, which like the adductor is like pretty close to the groin. So like three weeks after that surgery to be walking around without any kind of super noticeable limp. I think is a good sign still too early to really look too deeply into that. But hopefully we start to hear some Jonathan Isaac updates as we get into the off season. And hopefully he'll be ready for the regular season come next fall. And today, as you all are listening to this on March 23rd, as the magic are getting ready to take on the New York Knicks tonight, don't forget tonight, Dennis Scott is being inducted into the Orlando magic hall of fame. 
That ceremony will take place pregame. But again, just super excited for Dennis Scott. Well-deserved. Uh, and I I actually was on the um, Knicks Film School podcast that Luke was on earlier in the year. I think, was that was that February, Luke, that you did that about a month and a half ago? Yeah, so I, I so. went on it this time to do like a little preview of Thursday's matchup. And we were talking, I know that you talked to Andrew Claudio as well, but just talking about, you know, the Magic retiring jerseys. And it, it's about time the Magic start retiring jerseys. I know we said that a ton. I don't know that I would say Dennis Scott's jersey needs to be retired. But again, glad that he's going into the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame and hopefully the Magic just continue to uh, you know honor our past players and hang some jerseys in the rafters eventually. I want to give a quick shout out to our patrons, the folks that help financially support the show. If you're interested in becoming one of our patrons, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. A special shout out to all of our brand new patrons. And this week we have a new patron, Only Franz, joined at our Hall of Fame tier. So Only Franz, welcome to the Patreon community. Make sure that you join our Discord so that you can uh, hang out and talk to Magic fans all day, every day. And then we also shout out all of our Hall of Fame tier and Elite tier patrons on every episode. So we'll start with Court Cousins. Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Normal, Magic Player History, Julio, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, The Distract, Donkey Punch, Dave, It's Not OKK to Say Okiki, Pierre A, Migzors, Nostalgia, and M&Ms, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Lil Penny, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Dan Mill, Dotto 15, Bobby Skinner, Goaty 93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Gerardo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Destin for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Cannibalism, Time Mr. TV, Joe Rothfuss, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95, Shred, Junior Barus, Half Recon, Shahin 177, Bulby the Dawn, Himlo Ban Himro, RM Prof 221, Rape Astronaut, Magic Kid 714, Let's Spank Don't Tank, Soft Taco, Jesse, Fuego Nando, Phantom Wolf 72, Irish Magic Mike, Austin Lampy, Random Hustle, Bull Bull, his first name is his last name, and again, only Franz. A big shout out to all of our patrons, and if you would like to become a patron and help support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Reading that list, I think I've said enough uh, to last the entire podcast episode. Luke, what did you think of the Wizards game Tuesday night? Just... I was really impressed by the everybody played super well. Um, I don't think that there were, you know, you had seven guys in double digits in this one. The only player on the Wizards who really posed a threat to you was Chris Tapps Porzingis. He is absurd, man. And I think that every time we play against him, he's he's obviously gigantic. And if he has someone on you, there was times where he had Cole on him. He had Markel got switched on to him. You knew that he was gonna. It was just a a, a warm up mid range jumper for him because he doesn't even see them, and it just felt like every time he shot the ball from the mid range over a shorter defender, it was gonna go in. So I would say that was the most frustrating part about that game. But I really think, um, you know, there was a, a statement made from some of these guys, specifically one in particular, and that was Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner in 14 minutes, 15 points, uh, added three rebounds, but it was mainly obviously his scoring, which is what you've missed with Goga kind of taking up minutes for from him. But Mo provides a spark, and uh, he did that last night, and I think that he was definitely one of the unsung heroes last night. Got to the free throw line, shot four three throws, made all of them. Just a really good job by him last night, and I, I think that that stuck out to me a lot and then uh gary harris six of nine from three career high for three pointers made in the game and i tweeted this last night early on the game jonathan he had just a maybe it was a quick deflection or something of that nature and i just tweeted out and i just said gary harris has the fastest hands on the team and i've been saying that but last night he did it like three or four times jalen sucks hands he's a a great faster i don't know i gary's crazy Gary, okay, maybe Jalen has the faster. Jalen has the faster hands, but Gary is the least, like more under the radar. I think that Jalen is able to get the things that pop out on a stat sheet. Gary Harris is just able to do a great job defending. Gary had the assignment last night. Not only was he shooting the crap out of the ball, but he also had the assignment of being on uh, Bradley Beal primarily. Bradley Beal last night um, shoots four fifteen from the field, sixteen points and eight of them. And fouls out, he had 16 points and eight of them came from the free throw line. So hats off to the entire Magic team defending last night, uh, especially on guys like Bradley Beal. But Gary Harris drew that assignment and he was great on the offensive side of the ball. I, he was awesome last night. When Bradley Beal fouls out, I was like, yeah, this game's over. Yeah. Absolutely over. But let's kind of just go through the game. So first half was kind of back and forth. Washington gets out to an early lead. Uh, The Magic come back. The Magic take the lead uh, late in the first quarter. Going into the second quarter, Magic are down five uh, with about 
four and some change left to go. The Magic close the half on a 13 to five run, take a nice little 14 point, a four point lead rather into the half. Uh, Washington Wizards kind of, again, third quarter, a little bit back and forth. The Magic have a lead. Wizards come back at the end of the third to take a one point lead into the fourth. And then the first couple of minutes of the fourth quarter are kind of back and forth. But the Magic take a 93 to 91 lead with nine minutes, 54 seconds to go. And they never gave the lead up again. Wizards kind of made some pushes, you know, make it a, a four point game, make it a three point game. And then really the last four minutes of this game, Magic took over. Paolo Bancaro, especially with a, I think it was six points in, in the last uh, minute and 28 seconds of this game to really put it away. Uh, Magic were up by as much as 13 uh, late in this game. And yeah, uh, Magic 112 to 122 win over the Washington Wizards. I woke up yesterday and I was feeling still a little bit optimistic, not about necessarily this season, but just about the future of the team. And I was like, look, we've gotten our butts kicked twice by this Washington Wizards team. If you're the Magic, if you're on the coaching staff, if you're one of the players, until you're mathematically eliminated, like this season should not be over for you. You guys should continue to play hard, should continue to fight. And I said, this now is the biggest game of the year. They have to come out and they have to play well. I wasn't even so much worried about the result, Luke, as I was just the Magic playing well. And to their credit, they did. Defensively, wasn't always great. Again, we talked about Kristaps Porzingis, 30 points, 12 of 22 from the floor. Daniel Gafford had a pretty solid game as well, 12 points, 6 of 7 from the floor. Funny thing about Daniel Gafford, I remember the days when Nikola Vucevic would absolutely destroy Daniel Gafford. <laughs> like he legitimately didn't look like an NBA player and now is like a, a actually solid NBA player. But yeah, Magic just did what they had to do down the stretch, made plays. Wendell Carter Jr., Markel Fultz, Paolo Bancaro making plays down the stretch to bring this team to a, to a win. And after getting killed twice by this team earlier in the season and a team that is ahead of you in the standings, they took care of this team the way that I would have liked to see them take care of Indiana about a month ago. That didn't happen, but to the Magic's credit, they locked in, played the way they needed to play, and came out with a W. It felt good. You know who stinks? Kendrick Nunn. That guy is awful. Last night, he goes, and I was just looking down the box where, and I remember thinking to myself last night, just how frustrated I would be as a Wizards fan with him last night. And I hate when people speak on Magic players like uh, just you know, in absolutes because they don't watch the team. So because I don't watch the Wizards night in and night out, maybe he's better than this. But Kendrick Nunn played five minutes last night. He shot four times. And no world. The good old Kendrick Dwayne Nunn, Bacon. Seriously, the Dwayne Bacon special. He in no the world can shoot that many times in five minutes unless you're the best player on the team and the number one option. That was that was frustrating for me to watch. Very so uh, Dion Waiters esque. Yeah, but but worse. It just he was that was tough to watch. It was tough to watch Kendrick Nunn last night. I feel feel bad for Wizards fans having to watch that game last night and see him chuck up shots and go one of four from the field in five minutes. So that was my my one last piece on the Wizards. I know we've talked about this dude a ton this season for obvious reasons, but I want to give one more shout out. Not one more because there will be definitely more. But Paolo Bancaro, all this talk about you know Jalen Williams all of a sudden is now closing in on on Rookie of the Year, and oh, is the the race you know not as tight as it once was, and 
maybe Jalen Williams is is rookie of the year. Oh, he's he's more efficient. He's this. He's that. Paolo Bancaro in this game, mm-hmm. eighteen points, six of nine from the floor, nine rebounds, eight assists, one steal. Almost messed around and got a triple double. Very efficiently, by the way. I'm sure Paolo Bancaro is on social media and he sees you all talking. He sees the ridiculous arguments that you were trying to make. I part of me doesn't want to say this, but because I feel like we we play the victim, like, oh, we're Orlando. Everybody hates us. Nobody talks about the magic. If this kid was on any other team, Luke, almost, this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. If he's especially if he's in a big market, this is one of the best storylines all year. The fact that this kid is this is not hyperbole. He's literally statistically having one of the greatest rookie seasons in the past twenty five years, mm-hmm. and the media already seems bored by Paolo Bancaro. This kid does nothing but have twenty five and five games as the number one option on this team, seeing double and triple teams on a nightly basis. But it's it's not good enough. The kid doesn't get talked about on first take, doesn't get talked about on you know FS1 with with, with Skip and, and and Shannon, doesn't always get talked about on a lot of these podcasts. Very rarely, unless you're having a rookie of the year discussion, very like not all that often does Paolo Bancaro have like a his own segment. Like let's talk about how great Paolo Bancaro is in this rookie year that he's having. It's yeah. honestly crazy. Yeah, and I, I saw something today. Someone said, uh, I think that we're already getting too used to Paolo Bancaro. And I know that's true, and I know it's true because talking about the box scores and everything like that, I did very much glaze over Paolo Bancaro, and I'm glad you brought light to it because I'm just not surprised. Like, I, I am not surprised in the slightest. Um, the one thing I am a little surprised at is the eight assists to turn to turnovers. He was played so well last night, but it is, it's become very common. And when you have a guy like Jalen Williams, who wasn't doing this all year until just recently, people realize it because there's a spike in production. But if you have any idea where the, the thunder would be right now, if you swap Paolo Bancaro for Jalen Williams, because yeah. in that scenario, Shea Gilgis Alexander is still the number one option. Yeah. Right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder are seventh in the in the Western Conference. They're thirty six and thirty six. Now mm-hmm. I know they've had a you know a handful of guys who have you know missed time here and there. I know Shea's missed a little bit of time, but you take Jalen Williams off that team and and you put Paolo Bancaro in that spot, like Oklahoma City would would be. I'm not even going to use the, uh, the the terminology I was just going to use because family-friendly show would have been very inappropriate. <laughs> would have to change their underwear several times over. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. So I've just had yeah. enough of this. Like I cannot remember a rookie season where a kid... Well, first of all, rookies don't put up the kind of numbers that Paolo Bancaro is putting up. But I don't remember the last time a rookie was like this dominant and was this like undersold and almost disrespected? Mm. Yeah, like, I the, mean, like the Zion year, like you know, it was him. You know, Ja obviously set the world on fire, kind of like came out of nowhere. But like, I this is just crazy to me. Like, 
For five months, it's been Paolo Bancaro is running away with Rookie of the Year. Which, by the way, if you look at any sports book, Paolo Bancaro is still somewhere around like minus 5,000 odds to win mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. Jalen Williams is usually somewhere around plus 2,000 to plus 3,000. Which, from Vegas's perspective, there are nine games to go, and they're saying that Jalen Williams does not have a chance in hell to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Even with all this um, stuff going on, I've been checking it. The odds are not tightening. Yeah. I mean, I, I like you said, you put Palo on OKC. Where are they? Right? Like, I'm looking at the West right now. If they're seventh at 36 wins, the Suns are fourth at 38. Just essentially uh, two wins better than them, right? Like two and a half, whatever it is. With Palo Bancaro instead of Jalen Williams, the Oklahoma City is fourth in the West right now. And they, and not like out two games Suns. up on seventh fourth. They have no. fourth by a chokehold. Yeah, they're they're getting they're gaining ground on like the Kings, quite frankly, where the Kings are at forty three wins right now. Like and let me right say now, this. Oklahoma I don't State's say 36. this to knock Jalen Williams whatsoever. Jalen Williams is a fantastic player. It's just like we're happy that you're happy about your guy, but like let's be real. Like n- no other rookie of the year conversation in history has gone the way the what we've seen the last three weeks, where for five months it's one guy. One yeah. guy has been playing decent all year and then has a really good month, and now all of a sudden he's rookie of the year. Like, context matters. And these guys, you know, not to call people out, but I will, Sam Vecini, J.J. Redick, when they're having these discussions, they say, not that I would, not that I would vote for Jalen Williams, but hey, maybe. Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't vote for him because you know he's not rookie of the year. Stop mm-hmm. the cap. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it gives all these people all this runway to be like, Jalen Williams, man, he looks great. It's like, dude, he's averaging like 13 points a game. What are we doing? Paolo Bancaro is averaging 20 and doing everything else at a just fine level too, right? Like you look at Paolo, like what? why did we just start looking at it in the last month? Like why... Why are we doing that? Why are we not taking a bird's eye view at the season and seeing? Because it is rookie of the year. I hate to be cliche and use that term and that emphasis, but like that's what it is. Jalen Williams, 13.5 points per game, four and a half rebounds, three assists. Um, Paolo Bancaro, 20 points a game, 6.7 rebounds, 3.7 assists. Like counting stats, it is not even a question. Efficiency, Absolutely, Jalen Williams has great efficiency right now. But if you were to increase volume, that would not be the case, especially not for a season. He might be doing it for the last month where he's shooting 53% from the field or 56% from the field in the last 10 and 45% from three. Again, he's a great player. That's in eight games, though. If you give him this all season, there is just no way he keeps that up. Like Law of Averages says he does not keep that up. And um, yeah, he's a great player. And I hate that it's turned into at the very end, like any type of head to head there because it's not like they're not in the same stratosphere right now. Jalen Williams is going to be a very great basketball player. I do think that based on what we have seen the sample size, I'm just going to see it need to see it for more than eight games, more than a month, more than two months. We have to see this put together for a season. Paolo's done this all season and he's number one option, man. And he's a number one option for a reason. Jalen Williams just isn't. Obviously, SGA is there, but he's not going to ever he like at that point, he's not going to get there in his first season and get the kind of looks that Paolo is able to get. You know, there's so much you can say about this argument. There's so many things that have already been said. But uh, yeah, it's, it is ridiculous. 
And let's just go into like the month of November because like December is where we really saw the shift of teams being like, okay, like we have to hone in on Paolo Bancaro. He needs to be stopped at all costs. As good as Franz Wagner is, Franz Wagner still doesn't see doubles and triple teams on a given night. Like teams are almost like, okay, we're fine with Franz beating us. We're not going to let Paolo beat us. In eight games in the month of November, Paolo Bancaro scored 22.6 points per game, shot 47% from the floor. Like, what are we talking about here? You you cannot remove the context of the way that teams are game planning for Paolo Bancaro and the attention that they are paying him on a nightly basis. Like, you, you, you just cannot do it. The Magic right now, Luke, they're 30 and 43. The Magic might have 20 wins if you swap out Jalen Williams with Paolo Bancaro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That's I mean, a fact. It is a fact. They're it, sure. they're not the same. Like like, go watch the highlights. Like Jalen Williams is a is a fine fine young player. Paolo is different. Mm-hmm. Like six ten with a bag, able to get his shot whenever he wants it. The like the level of shot making, it, it's 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 night and day. I I just I don't see them. Like people are talking about like Jalen Williams. Oh, this kid is a potential superstar. I don't I don't see that yet and I've seen it for s- almost 6 months now with Paolo Bancaro virtually on a nightly basis. Mhm. Yep. Do we have that out of our system? I think so until someone else says something stupid, but it'll be nice once that uh award gets given out and we can just say there we go. Right? Jalen Williams had a good couple months. I hope he has a great career. I'm glad that you know we hopefully won't do this again. Really quickly, I know we spent a ton of time talking about Markel Fultz on the last episode, but I came across something today that I, I could not bring up on the podcast. So I remember when we were talking about Markel's clutch stats versus like Paolo and Franz, it was like night and day. But I wanted to see how Markel stacked up against other guards in the league. So all guards in the league who have played at least 25 or more games qualifying for clutch minutes, who in those games average three or more clutch minutes. So if you're unfamiliar with the way that clutch stats and clutch games are categorized, it is any NBA game where the score is within five points, five minutes or less to go in the game. So that five-minute mark at any point that the deficit becomes five or less it now becomes a clutch game. And I went with three or more clutch minutes because that shows me that down the stretch, you are really playing the majority of the clutch minutes for your team. So I don't feel like this is like a cherry picking stat. This is just really who are the guys playing in a lot of clutch games and who are really playing the clutch minutes for those teams in the clutch games. Markel Fultz at 63.2% in the clutch is second in the NBA in field goal percentage for guards. Yeah. That's Checks fantastic. Out. Checks out. The dude is so good down the stretch. Legitimately get to his spots. Incredible. Um I yeah, he's he's awesome. I was gonna go into something about Cole Anthony and what they talked about on the broadcast and whatever, but uh talking about mid range shots. But uh yeah, Markel has just been great. He's he's been what we are hoping for. 
right? Like in crunch time, who you go to, not just the guy you can trust the other, you know, 43 minutes of a game to, to run your offense and call the shots. But he gets into these zones, man, at the end of the game where he's unstoppable. That's he's what I was going to say. Like he's virtually he's, unstoppable in the clutch. He can give you anything you want. And he's, he's even shown willingness to shoot threes lately too. Like most of the season. Right. But like people leave him open. He's shooting it. Like if he can continue to improve in that area, I don't know that he'll ever be a great three point shooter. I don't think he will be, but if he can just become more and more respectable from the three point line, like he has been. Yeah. He can give you anything. You, you have to guard him out a, a little bit on the, you know, in the, you have to guard him out in the mid range, obviously, he can go by you. He's going to use his herky jerky moves, as David Steele likes to talk about. And uh, he can go by you. He can finish at the rim at a great level. He's awesome. Sign him to the extension. Mm. I know we talked about that on the last pod, and I, I kind of put that out on Twitter today, but the Magic need to get the extension done. Absolutely have to this summer. Be a mistake not to. And if they yep. didn't, I mean, I just even if even if they intend on trading him like next season for whatever reason, like even even that I don't I don't know that I, I like that at all. You would have to whoever you guard, like whoever you guard, whoever you draft in this upcoming draft, like you would have to be convinced they were gonna be penny hardaway with like thirty eight percent three point shooting. Like they, they would have to just be the next coming of I don't even the next coming of Steph, I guess, is what I would have to say. But feels like Markel's gonna be around a while. And uh I'm not mad at that particularly. No. He's always showing love too to to the magic, whether it's on social media, wherever it is. You just can tell that there's a, a trust, a bond with the organization. And as we've talked about before, Magic showed so much patience you know, getting him back to getting him to where he is now, you'd be dumb to throw it away. So yeah, like you said, give him, give the man what he wants. Not too much, but you know, give, give him what he wants in a respectable amount. Keep the 20 mil a year, three years, $60 million or four years, $80 million last year being a team option. I think that's fair for everybody. Yeah. So don't forget, folks, every day following Orlando Magic Victories, you can get 50% off your online order from Papa John's with code MAGICWIN. Be sure to take advantage of that. Luke, let's talk a little bit of a, a tankathon here. So earlier, love, love that. actually, while I was uh, recording with uh, Andrew Claudio from, from Nick's Film School, we were talking about the draft, and he was looking at odds. So I pulled up tankathon, and I ran a tankathon, and I, I cannot rerun you can only do tankathon once a day and you got to live with the results the magic with the first and 10th pick Mm. that's like three out of like five or six times that i've run the tankathon this year the magic have ended up with the number one overall pick i'm not saying it's anything but it's certainly something i i have a i have a problem now i i'm looking at tankathon and I'm looking at just where the Magic are right now. They are slotted at number five for the fifth pick. And Portland, Portland's got 
you know, one more win than you right now. Washington has two. Indiana has two. At some point, I hope it doesn't come to this, but the Magic could find themselves with like a 6.8% chance at that number one pick instead of a 10.5. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I am getting a tad nervous. Um, Just I look just... at the schedule for the rest of the year. Just do yourself a favor. <laughs> look at the schedule the rest of the way. All teams that need to win games, all teams with better records than us, all teams above us in the standings, there's not I that know. much to be nervous about. I I understand, but if this team does something that we don't expect, such as just rip off some wins, just rip off some wins, and end the season on a high note because they're motivated to do so and whatever, I uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, but like you said, you've only got we know John and Jeff a little bit better than that. That's true. Jalen might be out with his concussion for the rest of the year. I think that's probably a little bit egregious, but the last <laughs> four or five games. Oh, that, that ankle's bothering you a little bit? Oh, mm-hmm. Wendell, how's your foot doing? Oh, mm-hmm. how's that wrist? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not feeling so well? That's right. You got a cough? You got a little cough? And they're like, no, I don't. And they're like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Do you want that extension? Yes, you do. You have a cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 10 and 1, I can certainly deal with. Again, 10% chance. I'm good with that. Even if you're, you know, nine now, yeah. If we start getting down to, you know, six point eight, six point seven percent, I certainly don't like that as much. Yeah. Uh, Portland, you know, they're basically eliminated. Uh, we still have to worry, I guess, about Washington because they've been playing like absolute dog crap. Yeah. Uh, Indiana as well, but Washington, Indiana, still sitting there, two and a half games back of the play-in. Chicago, the last that we checked here, we're getting absolutely yeah, manhandled tonight. If I go 16. to look at the scores. Yeah, they're down by 19 midway mm-hmm. through the second quarter. They started that game down, what was it, 17 to 0? Yeah. So looks like they're probably going to lose. You know, Philadelphia needs that game. Uh, the Pacers are up nine on the Raptors midway through the third. Wizards are down by 10 to the Nuggets. That game is probably over. They're probably going to lose that game, Wizards, on the second night of a back-to-back. The Trailblazers play the Jazz tonight. That game could probably go either way. But, yeah, we're going to be scoreboard watching the rest of the way here. We're going to be Tankathon watching the rest of the way here. But, you know, Magic are going to Magic are going to be just fine. You know, it was 1993. What did the Magic have? Like a 1% chance of ending up with the number one overall pick? And show enough, ended up with the number one overall pick. I don't know if it was 1%. Maybe it was like 4%. It was a single digit percent of them ending up with the number one overall pick in 1993. And they used that pick. 1.52%. There you go. There you go. So the year after they they drafted Shaq, 1.52% chance of getting the number one overall pick. And sure enough, they got it. So maybe history repeats itself. Anything is possible. Anything is possible except for that Chicago pick getting in the top four. We don't want that. We don't want that to be possible. Yeah, that's becoming less likely as well. Right now, they have a 20% chance of that pick ending up in the top four. So 80% chance roughly that you'll keep that pick. They got a better chance at the top four than than we do the number one pick by double. So when you Uh. put it that way, (laughs) whatever. To close out the week again, the Knicks... 
at home on Thursday as you guys are listening to this. And then we've got Brooklyn at home Sunday. That game is going to tip off at 6 o'clock. Anything else, Luke? I think that is going to wrap this one. No, I think that's about it. Uh, I will be at the Knicks game tonight. So if you see me, say hey. Would love to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be there. So hopefully we can drown out the Knicks fans in the best way. Uh, most effective way. I don't know what it might be. I don't know what it is. I don't know how you shut those guys up. Blowing but, uh, them out. Winning. That's the only way. Yeah. Winning. So we would like to do that. And uh, yeah, see you all there. All right, let's wrap it. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to The Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.